Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I am your host, Mara Merrick. I've been divorced so many times and uh, been engaged in broken engagements a lot. A few. I'm looking for more. Anybody? Rings? I love them. Um, actually, I sell them all and live on the beach with that money. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's too much information. <laughs> I am our America. And co-hosting with me today, right now, Whoa. Mark Gerber. Woo, you oh asked for him and you Love got him. Mark, can we touch you? <laughs> Oh thank you, everyone. Oh, I love you. Oh my God, you're... All right, thank you, thank you, guys. Just please, thank you very much. I really do appreciate it, and I, I am um, honored by that reception. I really, really mean that. You actually uh, got a lot of uh, when I sent out the, you know, who who should we have as the next co-host? I you got heard. the most votes. Really? Yeah. It got number one. I got, you number, got number one. one. Wow, that's I good know. to know. Was it a scientific poll, or was it just like? Anybody could respond. Anyone could respond. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm Your honored. Mom Thank you. Thank a you. Lot. My mother probably <laughs> did. Yeah. yeah. Get him out of the house. My mother could not handle <laughs> listening to me talk about any of these subjects. So I <laughs> so doubt, she, doubt like, she would. She'd be like, "Let him get his license and be a private practice psychologist." Okay. <laughs> he doesn't need to be keep doing this silly comedy thing. Oh, is that what? My, yeah, my mom's that that type. Yeah. My family is now into like the. They've all converted. Catholics and so really yeah they're very much nobody's converting Catholic everyone's converting out of Catholic yeah converted out of oh converted out of out okay of, that's yeah. pretty typical the churches are pretty empty these days and but they're all like oh follow your dreams we're so proud oh. of you now my extended family not my immediate family but everybody so else. now they're basic spirituality like basic mm-hmm. bitch spirituality and they're so sweet that's, that, that's nice it's so nice yeah I mean Catholic can be pretty strict depending on what kind of Catholic you are yeah we actually got an email from a Catholic. But we can talk about that later. Today we did. Oh wow! I know from a Catholic what priest or just a from Catholic a, person from a Catholic. A <laughs> Catholic, a, yes, <laughs> like a, uh, a person that's in the church. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear that one. Yeah, it's nuts. How was your week? My week was good so far. It's early, isn't it? Is it Thursday? No, it's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I have a day job, so I should know what day of the week I it know. is. I have no excuse to be that way. I've stuck um, my teeth. I feel like I had two M&Ms. I don't see anything okay, in thank your teeth, you. but I wouldn't tell you if you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see yourself. I, oh, hi. But I guess that's not close enough to really. No, your teeth look great, actually. I'm kidding. You have good teeth. I do. Thanks. You have really nice teeth. Thanks. I do, too. Seven years of braces. Yeah, not you do, bad. too. No yeah. braces. What? No braces. No nose job. I don't know why I had to bring up the nose, but it, the nose is, is probably... Is it like a Jewish thing? Well, I'm half Jewish, but I'm also half Italian, and Italians and Jews are both known for big noses. Yeah. Somehow I averted the whole crisis. That's My mom has a really big nose, like long. You have a great and nose. My, thank you. And my dad has a huge nose, and everybody in my family is like, how did you get that nose? I'm no. like, God, somebody up there. <laughs> or maybe somebody down here, like, yeah. you know? <laughs> one out of ten babies is born to a different father than they thought. That's Shut statistic. up. Yeah, it's one in ten. One in ten. That's the t- statistic I heard. We can fact check that or someone out there who's listening can. But my first I've husband's heard it's one in ten. last child. My first, first husband's, husband's last, last child, child came to me. Was partridge <laughs> conceived in an orgy. What? Yeah. And wow. then when he came out, they were like, that is not your baby. Wow. Who's but he baby? signed the birth certificate anyway. Well, was the was the primary partner or the husband or boyfriend at the orgy too? It was, yeah, he was there. Okay. And then also uh, his his boss, who is his best friend, they used to <laughs> fuck chicks together. Including this guy's, oh, so it wasn't his wife. 
it was it was my ex husband's wife. They were married oh, at they the time. Married at yes. the time. Wow. But he was a little bit. He would plant a seed all over the place. And he would share his woman mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. Wow, that's a pretty wild story. Yeah, I know. Conceived in an orgy. <laughs> wow, you could, that could be the, the title of a book and sell a lot of copies <laughs> just from the title. Conceived I know. in an orgy. And I knew that, and I still married him. Wow. I know. Well, I mean, you know, people have wild pasts, and somebody has to marry these 80s hair metal rock stars <laughs> eventually after all the crazy stuff they do. Yeah. People settle down as our testosterone drops. You know, you get into your 40s, you get into your 50s, and... You stop doing all the wild. You fantasize about doing that wild stuff, but you don't do it anymore. You know. I don't know. I'm getting up there. I did Molly last weekend. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was. Yeah, they but, were like, I have drugs. I was like, yeah, let's do them. <laughs> but you didn't do it at like a music festival where you were up all night. You know, no. pumping your fist. You probably did it in like some spiritual lovemaking with your. I did no, not that either. Okay. I went to a club. <laughs> oh, went to a club. All right, and it was like a theme. DJ where they were playing middle school school music, like all boy bands and stuff. Oh, okay. That's fun. It was fun. so fun. That's very fun. You also look very young. You're Thanks. fit, obviously. Thanks. You're a trainer. I mean, you know, you could get away with it. It's 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 more about how you look, I think, as you get older. Yeah. Once you start to look in your forties, fifties, then you look weird at a club. Yeah. But you or out of place. But you still will not look out of place at a club. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't either. I just don't go because I Well, I was watched I was looking at like the twenty one year olds that were there and I was like, my body looks so much different than theirs. Like I look like a woman and they still look like seventeen year olds. A budding child. Yeah. yeah I was like, like we, I look very different than them. But not better or worse. No, no, no. It's just very different. I wasn't, did you think I was going to leave that at better? Not better. <laughs> just different. Well, I went to the Sweet 16, and the 16-year-old had the same dress on that I did. And I was wow. like, woo! Who wore it better? I mean, uh, d- different. It was very different. It was yeah. very different. Yeah. Hers looked like a little pillowcase. Mine looked very tight. <laughs> I was I like, we're that. all here. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. Sounds fun. I have not been to a Sweet 16 or a Bar Mitzvah or anything with that kind of like young population since those days. So mm. it would be very weird for me to... It was very weird. Go to. Have you ever been to a Bar Mitzvah? No. Wow. Never. So you didn't grow up with any Jews at not all? Not a Jew in sight. Wow. I went with to one black person. One black person who was probably not Jewish. Rodney Trotter. Nope. Not Jewish. <laughs> I grew up... Well, I grew up in a very diverse town. And I also grew up in a pretty Jewish town. I used to have two bar mitzvahs a weekend for all of seventh grade. That's expensive. You um, have to buy gifts. You have to give gifts for all of them. Yeah. And we, I don't, I don't know if we were on the cheap side, my family, <laughs> probably somewhere in the middle, you know, there's some trick you can use at a bar mitzvah. You give something called high. Okay. And I think high is like really low. It's like the first high. There's like single high, double high. I think single high might be $19 or something like that. So if you give $19, then you're giving a good Jewish present. But if you give 20, you're cheap with high. That's so weird. Isn't it weird? Yeah. yeah. So I think you can use that in bar mitzvahs. Um, but yeah, it was, it was expensive. It's like the weddings of now, the bar mitzvahs. I started this whole thing in seventh grade, going to these events, putting on a suit, bringing money. You know, every weekend. Now it's like the weddings, although I'm past that now. I'm done. My friends are, most of my friends are done getting married. You've gotten married three times. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten married. I didn't invite anybody to this first or third wedding. You know, and you get stigmatized for having all these marriages that ended and, and engagements that ended. But the thing is, like, I've been in so many se- serious relationships that have ended mm-hmm. that could have potentially gone to marriage or um, 
uh, engagement, and I didn't. I don't get the same kind of stigma as being like a three-time divorcee yeah. as I do of being like a. As, and also, there's obviously the gender thing too. Well, pretty soon you're going to be stigmatized for never being married. I know. I'm very pretty soon. I'm, I'm very quickly going from that place <laughs> where it's like Mark hasn't has had kids yet. To Mark just never had kids, or, Mar- <laughs> or Mark hasn't gotten married yet. To Mark never got married. Like they're gonna be speaking about it like past tense. I know. Like, oh, he just never got married. You know. Every I'm Tinder sti- date you go on, that's what the girls will talk about. They're like, "Oh, has he ever been married though?" That's what we talk about. And 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 they see it as a good thing if I was prior- married prior. Yes. Because they know that I I'm willing to make that commitment, correct, and that correct. I've had some practice at it. Yes. I took a couple swings, and mm-hmm. now I'm trying. To, now I think I may have it right. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it something positive to say that I never entered that level of commitment because I was always, I was never sure enough. So I, I mean, if you explain it to them. Oh, I do. Okay. good. That's my Tinder bio. (laughs) I'm not on Tinder, but (laughs) I know it is funny. It is funny. I mean, you get that, you get that stigma. And as a man, they, they also assume that you're not married because you don't want to be. Whereas when you're a woman who's 40, who's never been married, they may assume like you haven't had the opportunity. Well, I which mean, is another from your s- own episode, I feel like you don't want to be married or scared to be. No, I think I do eventually. I think I'm just on a very delayed trajectory. My whole life has just been like Peter Pan syndrome of, of you know, kind of avoiding growing up. And I think I look younger, so I think I kind of capitalize on that by acting younger. And I stay in shape. Mm-hmm. I'm faster than Andrew Collin. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. If, <laughs> I don't know if I'm po- if I'm famous fam- <laughs> if I'm famous enough that he would race me. <laughs> but if he would, I would definitely. I race mean, he him. raced me before, but uh, pretty, you guys were of equal fame, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm if, not as famous as him. Maybe not now. Yeah, he's taking he's taken off a lot more in the recent future. But I am fit, fit and young looking, and so it, I think that all like if I started losing my hair and going gray and starting to look old, like if I woke up old tomorrow mm-hmm. looking, I think then I would start behaving older. I, I really do. But at the same time, I do feel like I I don't want to be. You can also push it too much, and then you end up old and having had done those things that you you know might want to do i'm scared of getting old you are mm-hmm. i don't want to get old unfortunately the only other option is death yeah <laughs> you can live fast die young and leave a beautiful corpse you're still beautiful your corpse would still be really hot <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm thinking like 61 you think you're gonna be Out. hot at 61 wow yeah good I do. For, you might i mean that's that's pretty i know some pretty good doctors yeah. hot <laughs> at 61 I, i'm just wondering if, if i've like seen a 61 year well, old look at michelle pfeiffer i mean yeah i guess hot. she's probably still hot although i haven't I seen her in her. person oh yeah me either recently i mean i used to hang out with her all the time <laughs> <laughs> when she was in her 30s in your race andrew collin days yeah the famous exactly. days exactly <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, she's cool, man. Have you gone on dates? Wait, are you still with that girl? Yeah, I'm still seeing the same oh person. Oh my gosh, that's great. Isn't that great? Yes. And you'll come to Eric Newman's birthday party. Yes, I will. I hope you will in the backyard. I don't, yes. Everyone's going to, oh, you were invited. I don't look at. Don't look, oh, at, like at your invitations yes. and stuff. Okay, so I'm inviting you now. Thank you. I appreciate that. I always think that I don't get in, I get so butthurt. Uh, but I'm like, was I not invited? And then I look back at. You had at, the Facebook like, invite. Yeah. I know, because we, as comedians, we always think it's a invite to a comedy show. I know. They which all Which is are. the most obnoxious thing. If you're a comedian <laughs> and you're inviting other comedians to your comedy show that you haven't don't do booked that. them on, <laughs> never do that. It's so shitty. And it's just like, yeah, it's like get an audience somewhere else. It's the worst. Is there is the reason they do that is because it's easier just to invite everyone like on your list? 
Maybe um, that's why. Maybe they're doing an invite all, but maybe. I think that they stopped that code. I don't know. I don't. I got off Facebook. Oh, you're off, right? You don't. Have yeah, a I have page a anymore. personal page up just to keep my fan page up, um, but I don't check it. You don't use it. Mm-mm. Better off. I yeah. don't post as much as I used to. Yeah, I stopped even posting a lot on Instagram. Really? Yeah. You I have taken down. a bit of a hiatus, huh? Yeah. It's nice to go, like actually live the life. Okay. Instead, I'm like, are you I don't scrolling have to. as much? Um. I leave stories on. I'll look at stories when I can't sleep. But I just read that if you have light in your while you're trying to sleep, it reduces the amount of melatonin That's that you true. produce, and you get, gain weight from that. Well, you want to sleep in as dark an environment as possible. Yes. And you want to avoid looking at lights, <laughs> any bright lights before you... When I go to pee in the middle of the night, I leave the light off in the bathroom, <laughs> and I pee sitting down. <laughs> So I don't disrupt my sleep cycle. And then I go back to bed. That is and I so atypical from a man. To pee sitting down? To like keep the lights off. Well, I know because men can't because they have to aim. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like I was staying at George's the other night and I was there first. And then I was like, I'm going to bed. I can't stay up. And so because I wake up at four. So I go to bed and then he comes home at I don't know what time, like 1130 or whatever, throws on all of the lights and oh. starts talking to me. I'm like, this is like a man thing. Why do men do this? Putting it's on all the so li- Maybe he, he's losing his vision too a little bit. He's yeah, probably. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he maybe needs needs. Every that man light. I've been married to has done that. Put the lights on. They like just that. like come in and then they go no, full I'll, conversation with you. You're like, I'm sleeping. I go full conversation <laughs> because I can't shut up, as you probably know. <laughs> Uh, but I don't leave, I don't like bright lights. I have very sexy dim lighting in my apartment. Oh, nice. Yeah, all rooms have the sexy dimmer, <laughs> except the bathroom. <laughs> Then that one's full fluorescent? That one's just like bright, obnoxious <laughs> light, you know? No, thanks. It's a red light. It's like a red... I like to shower in the dark. You do? I've yeah. never done that. You should try it. It's very, very Peaceful. relaxing. Mm-hmm. And you don't really have to see in the shower. Nope. Like, you know where your hair is? Yeah. Yep. I still got you know a lot where all of the it. other parts are? <laughs> and I'm it's not gray. Familiar. I've looked for those other parts many times <laughs> in my life. could find them easily. Oh, my gosh. I don't think anything has come up. I don't think I have any like big relationship news. I'm still like ever I'm still having these meltdowns with George, but I don't know why I keep staying in them. I feel like it's an addiction. You your relationship with George? Mm-hmm. Well, goes, yeah. That can be very that can be very hard to you know that, that's a cycle that can be very difficult to break and it can also intermittent reinforcement they say is the most intense um uh, mediator that makes you want something. So if you can give reinforcement that's unpredictable, mm-hmm. like every once in a while or every so often, but not on a regular interval, you get what you want or you ha- something great happens in a relationship, it makes you more attracted to the relationship than if it's just consistently normally good. That's, this is a problem. Yeah. I would say... It's a problem for everyone. <laughs> yeah, this That's sucks. why like, the guy, like when you meet somebody and the person that doesn't text you back as frequently and, and you're waiting for that text back and then you get it and then you get like three, five in a row and it's like int- great and then you don't hear again for two days. Then you hear again for seven days, you know? Mm-hmm. That kind of unpredictable schedule is has more of an effect on our brain in terms of making us want something. I always thought it was the same thing as like when we do stand-up. So you have the anxiety leading up to doing stand-up then you go on stage and you have that those few minutes of bliss and you get that high leaving stage if and then all of a sudden set, you crash. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, saying good, yeah, good set, yeah. set. Yeah, well, which we're, we're used to having most of the time. Anyway. Oh, yeah, 100%. These days, you know, we're, we're all pros now. I have sets in my brain that I did horribly that will never leave my brain, I don't think. 
San Diego. Hooey. Hooey. Did I have a mess up there on, on your bike trip or no? No. No, no, no. no, no. If you, like you just will two ne- years never in. Forget I'll it. never yeah. forget that. The, the lows of really bad sets are much more profound and more serious than the highs of great sets. Oh, yeah. The low of a bad set or even like a set where you just did blew something, you know. Or that one guy that's got his arms crossed oh in the God. front row and you're having a killer set and he just laughs inside of his head instead of outside of oh. your head. Why do you do that, dude? Oh, oh it's the worst. Just, why come to a comedy show? Why sit up front? It's the worst. <laughs> Selfish. Get out of there, crossed arm guy. <laughs> oh, God. Should we get to some of the questions? We can take some let's, of the questions, do some. Yeah. Okay, so we did... Uh, we did a post, and we said that you could send in some questions, and we will keep this going. We got some good ones. Um, I will keep them all anonymous. So, number one, Marcus Aurelius, mm-hmm. where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Craziest place I've ever had sex? You know, I'm pretty open-minded and experimental sexually, but my, my where I have my least experiences is with different places, because... I am a little, I don't know if I want to say traditional, because I wouldn't want to call myself traditional. Having a bed is nice. You just have space <laughs> to roam around. You know, if you're in like a, a certain place or a certain <laughs> constraining place, it's much harder to have the kind of physical mobility you might want to have in terms of like flipping and changing and turning and getting those rhythms going that you need to get so i've never been a huge fan of places but i'm i have to think i mean i've done the beach but that's not crazy that's Mm -hmm. not crazy i've never had sex in a car well the beach can be crazy if you get a lot of sand involved yeah right you want to avoid that yeah bad crazy then you've never fucked in a car i never fucked in a car now i have a fiat so i cannot (laughs) i can physically cannot have sex in it i mean it would be that would be really funny to try that would might be like a great porno <laughs> comedy porn is comedy porn even a thing because if not it should be yeah why don't we make that comedy porn? hilarious <laughs> it's gonna be like the coming together of all of myra's like you know skills and talents <laughs> over the years just, sex yeah. and comedy there we go i mean yeah i think comedy porn is coming it probably is a thing already but i'm surprised it isn't i haven't heard of it i haven't it's got to be out there anyway uh i have i'm trying to think what's man this is pretty pathetic Actual full sex. I'm going to think of something good, and then I'm going to be really pissed that I didn't remember it now. I know. Even though you did ask me this question in advance. <laughs> I did. So I actually had time to think of it. I don't know. Well, I have to come back to it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, sadly, the beach. Oh, my God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I've done a lot it. of crazy stuff. You could ask a different question, and I'm not just going to volunteer information. Then you get a much more fun answer. Don't make one up, Mara. I'm not. I've I did it in a <laughs> catering elevator in a restaurant. Whoa. No. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Three floors. Catering elevator. That's all it was. Yep. So they had a, a table set up in it, and it was only used when they, the servers would go up and down. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we just did it right there. And did anyone finish? I'm guessing you yeah, pro- yeah. You both did? Mm-hmm. In how long? Maybe five minutes, not even. Oh, Maybe so like two, five. three minutes. Yeah. That's still... It was, like three floors, two, three minutes. What I know, is we this, just the kept the door open. Ever? We just kept the door closed. Oh, uh, because it was a catering. So it was like uh, one of those service elevators. So you had to like stop it and open, and the, open door the door manually mm-hmm. and all that. Got it. Oh, so we wow. had like, yeah. That's hot. It was hot. I could see how places could be hot, especially for that reason. It was hot. Yeah. Um, man, there's probably a better place. You know, tons of different beds ex girlfriends, parents' beds, and all kinds of great beds. But I fucked in a ton of bars. You did? Yeah. I didn't fuck in a bar. Never? Never had sex in a bar. It's got to be a co-ed bathroom, like a single stall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, actually, I did it in Thanks an alleyway. Thanks for giving me tips now in case I may <laughs> I want to have sex in a bar now at this point. Here's the reason I never really did this. The Bonnie I'm starting in Astoria to realize. has a great bar. <laughs> which, which one? The Bonnie. It's a great bathroom to have sex in? Yeah. Do they have a baby the, changing station to have sex they on? They don't. Huh. Uh, you would have to sit down and then she has to be on top. Okay. And great lighting in that one. Oh. Perfect for selfies and for sexing. That's probably the same kind of lighting you want for both, right? Yes. You see enough, but not too much, and accentuates the positive. Yeah, it's good shadows. Yeah, shadows, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, since I was 15, I had so much privacy. When, uh, my grandmother used to live with us in like sort of what was an apartment in our house. Mm-hmm. It was like um, private entrance, private bathroom, and then like another room. So since I was 15, I had that space. So when I was having sex growing up, I had like Your my own apartment. It? Yeah, she died. Okay. Yeah, RIP Grammy. We didn't even call her Grammy. We called her Mommy Teeny. She was great. Man, this is getting sad. I don't want to talk about her now. <laughs> and all the things I did all in right. her room Enough when she left. about your dead grandma. <laughs> well, how did you fuck in there? <laughs> she was around the first time I got high, my grandma. Was she? Yeah, she came into the kitchen and we had like all this food out because we had the munchies. You know, we had cookies and crackers and white bread and like everything on the table. And she's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll never forget that. She was, And that was the first time did I got Did you tell stung. her? I no, no, so? no, no, no. Oh. I did not tell her, but no, I don't even know if she figured it out. Uh, so I never had to go have sex in weird places, and I think that that's how it starts, right? Mm-hmm. You have sex in your car, and then you get more comfortable having sex in different positions and locations, whereas I always had a, a, at least a full-size bed to do it in, starting in my teenage years. Not even a twin ever. College, I had my own room. Uh, so like, I could always go back somewhere. I never had to just have sex in the place I was. Got it. You know? But I got maybe I gotta start this now. That could be my forties adventure. Places. One time I fucked in the back of my Ford probe and caught That's pretty small, right? Yeah, it was small. You got and probed in your probe? I got probed in my probe. <laughs> Did I steal that from you? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Did you I, I didn't even think about it. Oh wow. And then I had the condom wrapper in the back seat and my I went to go pick up my aunt and uncle oh and everything for church. Whoa. Yes. And my aunt was like, I'll sit in the back and she got in the back seat and then she, as soon as she was getting out of the seat, I could see the wrapper underneath her and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Did she see it? No, I don't okay, think so. Okay, Mara, better the condom wrapper than the used condom. I know. That could have been a I've disaster. lost a condom before inside of me. Forever? For like days. Oh, it yeah. came out eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it stunk so bad. Oh, that's how you find out, right? No, my guts hurt and I was in my shower. My guts hurt. <laughs> my, guts. <laughs> my guts hurt. <laughs> hurt so bad. Well, first, it was like a crazy night. I do these weird things when I don't want to have sex with someone or like when I feel like I'm going to, but I try to stop myself. Mm-hmm. Like... um with my second husband, I put on all of my underwear that I owned while I was getting drunk. I put on every pair. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Did you get a picture of that? <laughs> no. Wow, that'd be a good TBT. I know. And he was like, you're going to lose your circulation. Because you, he was like reaching. Were you like, cracking up while you were doing this? Or was this just... No, like, I was I was like, this is the best idea. Oh, okay. You were like convinced that this was awesome. <laughs> and then That's awesome. I had two martinis. And so I was like, I am hammered. And I was like, you shouldn't drive because you also drank. But we can't fuck because I'm a good girl. <laughs> I was then. Is that why you put on all your panties so you couldn't have so sex? So I wouldn't so have it, sex. Oh, it it would like, like deter Rap- him. Rapunzel with the... Uh, Hair, was, yeah. yeah. Or who was the one that stacked the mattresses? <laughs> oh, that was the princess and the pea. Oh, okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My references are really old when it comes to those cartoons. <laughs> so uh, what was I ta- What did I do? Oh, yeah, I put on two tampons. I forgot that I put in the first oh. one. So I put in the second one. Then we had sex. So How we much space them. you got in there, Mary? Jeez. Not much. <laughs> I didn't think Not so. Not much. <laughs> we, he, uh, we had sex. and then With the tampon in? Yep. 
With one in or two? Both. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw... One dick and two tampons. <laughs> so much Better in my poor little <laughs> uterus. Jesus. That sounds <laughs> awful, man. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, I got... I, this was in Indianapolis. I flew back to Los Angeles. The next day I was showering and I was like, oh, my God, my guts. So I pulled the condom out w- by myself with my finger it smelled horrendous oh. in the shower, and then I could like feel other things, but I couldn't get Wait, to you them. Had the condom and the two tampons in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I thought these were two different stories. No. Oh my god! You had the condom and two tampons in you at one time. Wow! Condom you be, you full be, of cum. You should be a drug mule. <laughs> you probably do very well. Just stick whatever you want. No, stick the whole. You just put the whole duffel in there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and then I had to go get the tampon surgically removed. Did you have sex? Was that sex in a crazy place or no? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember the sex so much. Yeah. It was with a ophthalmologist, oh, though. So he probably saw your... He should have been the one to see all this stuff, right? Well, we were both... Look, he was like, where is the condom? I was like, honestly, not a clue. What? Did we use one? <laughs> he's is like, Jewish? What? He's like, here's the wrapper. Maybe, but he was tall. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. He was like, he was very good looking. I don't know. Everybody in town was like. Is tall a big thing for you? No. It's not. I mean, uh, my first husband was 6'3". My second was 6'4 and a half. Gone my third was 5'8". That's like a standard drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I better start looking at these 5'8 guys now, you know? They Re- seem nicer. And it's like average height, I think, in America's 5'9". So he's like not even that short, but. Yeah, George is 5'11". Attractive women treat. Average height guys like they're disabled. You know, it's like, well, uh, I'm not really attracted to people like that, but I wish them the best. There's a dude at my gym who is the worst guy in the whole wide world. He's just the worst. He all he does is talk about the chicks that he fucks, Ugh. and he's the only reason he fucks them is because he's six two. And I tell him that all the time because he's so loud. He doesn't works he out with the trainer. Only, doesn't he know he's only supposed to speak like that around his guy friends? Oh, and he's, not, he's and change the whole thing when you're talking around women. What he, a jerk! I know. He was like, would you ever do a bank heist with me? And I go, no, you're so fucking loud. We would not, we would get caught in a second. Either get caught or he'd spill the beans after <laughs> bragging about it. I go, plus you're yeah, humongous. I robbed this bank after I fucked this chick, bro. I go, plus you're huge and you're so white. <laughs> I was like, we would definitely be caught. <laughs> he, like, he like glows. Oh, I hate him. So he's just like every douche dude all wrapped into one. I was I was a douche, dude. I, I'm a recovering. I wasn't that ever that bad. I was always a pretty nice guy, but I had those douchier <laughs> qualities as I was when I was younger. I Did definitely, you? Yeah, you know. And if I look back on myself in my early twenties, was I kind of douchey? Probably. Even my later twenties and earlier thirties, maybe. But mid thirties on is when I think I became a decent person. Oh, good. And not even a perfect person, you know, but decent. I was a little bit of a dick, I think. I think I can either be like super nice or very cunty. There's like no in between you. with you me. You want to be on Mara's good side. Yeah. Want Mara to like you. Yeah, I was like, we liked each other pretty much right away. We made yes. a comic strip and it was an affinity immediately. It was really nice. We it was just fun. liked each other. Liked I think we other. started talking even before we introduced ourselves. We were like, blah, blah, blah. Probably. And like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see that with you. 
I could definitely see. I'm getting less patient as I get older. Like, I had this woman at my house Saturday night. I had some friends over. And this one woman, she was so obnoxious. She was drunk. She was screaming. My neighbors were yelling to be quiet. She wouldn't stop. Then she was, like, yelling at me for yelling at her to be quiet. And I really... This was, was at your house. Yeah. And normally, I'm very patient. I was pretty close. I told her friends to get her out of there. Mm-hmm. But I was really close to going off on her. And I never go off on people. I never... You know, I... I never really lose it and i almost did i was so pissed i hated her so i hated her so much i always uh i will i like it's this full snap like it it i will go right there I, immediately i would not want to be on the receiving <laughs> end of that i had my friend garrett was at it we were all at a dinner one time and then a friend of a friend came and then she said he was talking about something like the hamptons or something and she goes are you racist and then uh, he was like, pardon? And then she goes, I feel like you're racist. And then she stood up and she was like, you seem like a racist. And I was like, what is happening? To you? Uh, no, to to, Gar- to Garrett. Oh, same and person? She, yeah, oh, she okay. just kept pointing at him and starting wow. shit. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but you should go. And, she's, and she was like, what? And I said, you need to leave. It's time for you to leave. And everyone's like, whoa, wait. And I was like, nope, this is my table. This is my dinner. Goodbye. <laughs> they were like, "Holy shit!" I mean, that's pretty weird move. To it just was start a very weird accusing move. Accusing someone of being a racist, yeah. If unless they said something that was, you know, racist, he really didn't. I mean, talking he about was... the Hamptons is a little racist. <laughs> it is a little it bit. <laughs> I'm going to be living in the Hamptons this summer, and I feel a little. I can't believe I feel it. a little racist for doing it. No, I'm going to go. No, you're going to come visit me, and I'm going to come out here. Well, if you invite me to do this again, <laughs> I, I just want to make sure you know that I'm available. We could record in the Hamptons. That'd oh be fancy, my god. Right? We should definitely, yeah. Uh, look, see, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely gonna, I'm getting in with this podcast more and more. Right? I have so many swimsuits. Oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm rocking. The beach is like a mile away. Not even. I, I'm gonna have two bikes out there. We'll go. Oh to the my beach. god. We'll record on the beach. Yes. I don't know if we could do that. You'll hear, yeah, we you'll, can. You'll hear, you guys will hear the soothing sounds of the wet waves breaking in the background. You know. Can you swim? Yeah, of course. I grew up in Long Beach, Long Island. I know, I, but some people can't. Oh, I swim. I, I was a junior lifeguard. Oh, really? Yeah. Then they wouldn't let me on the regular lifeguard because I don't <laughs> think I, I passed a drug test. Or, oh. I don't even think they gave a drug test. I think they just knew. <laughs> like, They're nah, like, mm. we're going to pass on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he dropped out of high school. He can't be a lifeguard. Sorry. I was a lifeguard too. Can't even save his own life. Like that. <laughs> uh, so don't, oh, were? should we ask? Yeah. Oh yeah. Questions. Let's Sorry. ask more questions. Okay. Mark, what is it like to be the more attractive Justin Perez? Oh man. <laughs> Why is this person taking a dig on Justin? <laughs> no, you guys do are we, both attractive. Do we know who asked this? Is it like someone that we no, know? No, no, no. Oh, we okay. can't go. We have to Has Justin keep been it. on this podcast? Uh, Justin, I've slept with Justin. Oh, you have? Yes. <laughs> Justin is a good looking guy. And he is a good looking guy. He's funny, tall. He and I share a very close friend in Julie Katakis. I love Julie. Yeah, Julie's like my, was my best friend in comedy, although she quit stand up. I know. And I she know, got married. She, she got married. I officiated their wedding. You did? Yeah. Ooh, that's the question on here. Oh. Um, Look at that segue. Justin, uh, I don't think I'm better looking. (laughs) What led you to get ordained? Justin's taller, too, so he's got points on that. He he is. And he's he's an officer, so he's got a uniform. An officer of what? Police officer. He is? Mm -hmm. He's always been? Always a bailiff. Oh, that's still pretty badass. It's pretty badass. Did he cuff you? (laughs) No. He didn't? I think I was was like in charge. I got it. (laughs) We fight. Um, you and I would fight for power. I yeah, think. we really would. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Tough. <laughs> Mark, what led you to get ordained to marry and have any of the couples you married ended up divorced? Oh man, I I got ordained because a very good friend who had known me from seeing my comedy 
and knew that I would be comfortable getting up and doing it and, um, you know, just thought I'd be a good fit, asked me to officiate their wedding. So then I got ordained just to do their wedding. Since then, I think I've done 13. 13? Yeah. And um, only one has gotten divorced, sadly. One has. How many years were they married? They were married, I think, a very short time. I think maybe a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Had a kid, very cute kid, who they both seem to be enjoying spending time with. They love <laughs> separately, unfortunately. But I mean, you know, <laughs> something beautiful came out of it anyway. But yeah, I was I was going strong because I've been doing it for five years and I haven't had a divorce yet and they screwed up my record. But I'm not going to hold Fuck it against them. them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, at what point do you think you decide to move in with your significant other? What leads to taking that step and would either of you do it anytime soon? Interesting question. You want to take it first or you want me to? Um, well, in my personal relationship now, I don't know. I think as I have grown and learned from all of my relationships, I like moved. My first husband moved in with me immediately, like because he was leaving his wife. He was still married. <laughs> uh, my second one also moved in with me pretty quickly because I made most of the money. And um, I didn't want to drive 45 minutes to visit him. So I was like, why don't you just move in? And then my third, we moved in pretty quickly also. So maybe don't move in right away. (laughs) Maybe that's a pattern. Yeah, I I think you can always do that too fast, but you can really never do it too late unless one of the individuals is uncomfortable with the fact that you're not living together yet and it becomes an issue in the relationship, at which point you have to discuss it. But... I, I don't see any really good reason to rush into it except like the extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. that you, you know, someone has to get out of another relationship. Uh, money, obviously, is a practical reason, especially in New York, right? That's like, okay, I'm going to... We can sp- split the bills. Split the bills, get a bigger place, mm-hmm. get a, in a better neighborhood, whatever. Buy a place. Buy a place, yeah. I mean, there's, there's well, a lot of good get practical into real estate, reasons to yeah. do it. But um, I, I lived with my first serious girlfriend, and we lived together for like three years, and I had a really bad experience. We stopped having sex. We kind of evolved to friends. But I think what happened was we didn't know what we were doing. We were so young, and I think that we didn't take the steps you need to take to keep it fun and interesting and not become too close mm-hmm. in, an, in an unhealthy way where uh, you know, like we kind of lost attraction, and it was just more like living like brother and sister or friends. And Is she, Was she in sports? No, she was a TV producer. She was a producer for The Maury Show. Now mm. she produces for Access Hollywood. Okay. And we're still very close friends. She's the only ex that I'm like really close friends with. And I mean like one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's primarily because when we broke up, we were like not already not having sex for a long time. So when we broke up, it was like, well, we've already just been friends. Why do we have to like <laughs> not be friends? So, uh, so, so that's an easy transition. Yeah. So and we broke up like right before I, around when I turned 30 because she threw my 30th surprise party. So it's been 12, which was very nice and fun. Uh, I, 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 I blew the surprise and found out about it, and she found out that I found out about it, and she was really upset. Mm. Surprise parties ha- can have that. Happen. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I found out about George su- surprising me for my birthday also. Was it a party? No, no. He flew out on my bike trip. Oh, I, oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. right. That was very nice. Yeah, that was nice. i to meet George. I don't know if you he should meet him. Me. I haven't challenged him to a fight or anything, <laughs> so he might, he might still like me. You know, he might still, I might still have a chance to be friends with him. I thought I wanted to move in with George because... Uh, I thought it was like time. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's time. But now that I'm like 
sussing things out. I'm like, maybe it's not a good time. But I just like now he works a lot, and yeah. I work. We work opposite hours. Yeah, I feel like living together might be a good way to see each other, right. and not make those that one day that you do see each other so the expectation so high on what you need to right. accomplish during that day. Yes. So that I think about that, but then he's so messy, and that would drive me crazy. I'm so clean, and he's so me- I'm like, this would. That's dr- that is tough. Yeah, I'm I'm very clean. My, I keep a very neat place for a guy, like extremely organized <laughs> and everything. Places are too that small way. in New York to be cluttered. It like make my brain feel cluttered. And know? I don't understand the half put away. Like you, you take something out of the the cabinet, you know, and then you use it. And then you leave it there. I don't understand that. Just like put it back. I it's like it back. a full, it's a full thing here. Fully, fully agree with you. <laughs> fully agree with you. I put it back. I Airbnb'd out my place for the summer. This, and this upcoming this, summer? Yep. It's currently being Airbnb. Where then. are you going to be? Where are you living? Oh, I'm staying with my, with one of my girlfriends who owns an apartment and her uh, roommate moved out for five months. And so I was oh, like, that's nice. It's so nice. And I save really want to, too, I do right? want to save money. It pays both rents. And uh, I want to buy a house, so or not a house, like a, a place. place. Good for you. And thank you. And she still parties a lot, so <laughs> she came in my room after I had my Molly night, and I was like, okay, I'm tired. And I went to bed at two thirty, and I was like, oh, she's getting fucked because she wasn't in her room. And she comes home at three thirty and comes into my bedroom. She's like, Frank, Frank. <laughs> and I was like, Casey, no, 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 <laughs> Casey. Go go back to bed. Who is Frank? <laughs> My dog. Oh, and wait, wait, wait. The, oh God! So that's so. well. I put Frank in her room when I leave in the morning because she loves him so much. Oh wow! Oh, she and was trying. So to she was get trying Frank. to get Frank. Oh. and uh, and I was like, Casey, no, no, we're sleeping. And she was like, Oh, you want him in here? You want him in here? And I was like, Yeah, I do. But then I got their names mixed up because I was tired, and I was like. Casey, come in here. Frank, go to bed. And so she goes, okay, Frank, bye. And she comes in the room. I was like, no, 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 I got the names wrong. And then she goes, okay, sorry. And then she finally brings Frank in. And she goes, you enjoy yourself in here tonight. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a long summer. You need to write this down as a scene. You should film this summer. (laughs) She didn't remember it at all. She goes, how did I get home? I go, oh, you don't remember talking to me last night? Wow. I was like, yeah. You had a good time. Is she a comedian? Uh, she was um, in Cincinnati, and she—I don't know if she still wants to do it. She was a TV producer oh, also in okay. Cincinnati, and then she moved here to do that. But then she started working at for my friend's bar, and then was hired on as a sommelier, like mm. to learn. Yeah. And she's really loved it. And I'm like, if you love that, go with it. Is she a full-on sommelier now? No, she's just been taking the classes. That's awesome. Yeah, she got hired by a company that's putting her through the school. And I was like, if you love, do it. Like, if you're loving this, you can always come back to comedy and start over. You have to start over, which sucks. But yeah. She'll be the comedian with the most wine knowledge. That's yeah. for sure. You know? <laughs> I know. She'll I know. know how to recommend a nice Barolo. <laughs> oh, I love wine. I had a great Barolo a couple nights ago. It was really, really amazing. Back to living with someone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the I, answer. I, f- I think, you know, I think you have to be at the point where you both not only just have very strong feelings for someone, but you have to really know them very well. So I think you have to have both those things happen. And I don't know how long that takes approximately. I was talking to um, Kelly about this. There's like a... Is this the girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. There, there's like a, a point where you are getting to, there's a a long period, I don't know how long it is, where you're getting to know someone. Mm -hmm. And then that 
changes to um, a period where you know the person. I'm not saying you know everything about them, but you just feel like you know them. You don't feel like you don't still feel like you're getting to know them. You feel like you've downloaded them, mm-hmm. and there's still more to download. You don't maybe don't know their favorite this, or you don't know what they you know what they did in their first college, what they majored in. You don't know every detail, but you know them. You know their essence. You know their personality. You know their you know, interests, mm-hmm. like, and you know, just the way you feel around them, you feel comfortable to the point that you, you know, you aren't, you know, on guard, you're completely yourself. And there, that's really intangible in terms of when that happens. And I don't know that it always happens at the same time in every relationship, but you need to at least be there when you move in with someone. You can't still be getting to know them. There is a s- statistic out that says that you'll know at 142 days if you want to be with someone forever. Whoa! And wait, okay, so that's is that about I'm gonna a, look that wait, up. That's about a quarter of a year, mm-hmm. or a little more, a little less than half a year. Yeah, that seems very, very low. I know. Well, and why are they putting it in days? Just to confuse us? Can't they I say think months? So. <laughs> 142. <laughs> I don't days? even re- know where I read that, but I, I, uh, I, 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 I should look it back up again. Yeah, but you better <laughs> fact check that one. It's just like weird way to describe it. Why can't they say four months or how many months that is? That's about four months. Right? <laughs> it's about four months. Yeah. I'm sure that they can't say about four months. So <laughs> normally, people, when have you said I love you to Kelly yet? No. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I don't think that, I think that, that another, that's another thing that I think you really should wait until you can't not say it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just revealing all my unhealthy patterns. <laughs> but I don't know. Can't you say? I, I mean, you know, I don't know. That's a whole. That's a whole other. That's a whole other question. Most guys say it to me within the first three weeks. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do not. Georgie I, did not. The last do person it. I dated said it first. Okay. Did and, you say it back? Um. Yes. And then other. Did pe- you mean it? Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. But you know, that relationship didn't go anywhere. It didn't end up. You know, so it's like hard to say, you know, love is a construct, meaning it's not a defined thing. So like you can say you loved someone, but if you don't love them anymore, did you ever? Uh, Yeah, I think I've, I definitely loved my first husband and my second husband. Nah, I don't think I did my second, but my first one for sure. But Do I don't still? love him anymore. You don't? No. Not even as a person or anything? No, he's well, not a good person. Well, then that's probably the difference between like romantic and consummate real love. Like romantic love, I believe you can feel that for someone when things are exciting mm-hmm. and when you're feeling drawn to them and you have all these crazy feelings for them. But like love, love, like the way I love Allison, my ex, I love her like I love my mom or my sister or my best friend, mm-hmm. you know? So those are two distinct types of love. And I think ideally you want to have both for the person that you end up with. Yeah, I feel like I know my first husband. Like if I if we were to hang out again, I would feel like I absolutely knew him as a person. But he did things that made you not love him or you just grew grew away grew apart. Um yeah, I mean he hit me over the head with a ketchup bottle. Whoa. Yeah, he went I to jail. He for did. That. Yeah. God, I, I don't think I went and back he, far enough in these episodes. Yeah. He, uh, he fucked a notary public and mortgaged my homes. He forged my name and mortgaged oh, my yeah. home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely do not love this guy. No, I don't. <laughs> this guy does not deserve love. No. And everyone's like, sort. Did did you pay um alimony? I'm like, did I pay alimony? No. But uh, I did keep him out of jail. So I was oh, like, you mean, do you, you want, didn't, you didn't press I didn't charges. press charges. Yeah. And every time he was like, you know, I could get money from you. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not going to go down that road. 
Sorry. Ketchup, just, ketchup bottle. Ketchup I mean, bottle. That makes me think you were out of the house because most people keep the plastic ketchup containers in the house. No, the he stole the, ketchup, the bottles from Steak and Shake. Oh, so they like were, the yeah. Like the full the, 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 condiments the, that thing. Yeah, the metal, the glass ones are typically at restaurants, yeah. not at homes. No. So he uh, stole that. He stole that. Came home and whacked you with it? Well, we he was like trying to fight with me all night. And then I was like, don't fight with him. He's very drunk. Don't fight. Don't fight. Wow. And then uh, finally I was sitting in the kitchen and I was like, fine, we're fighting. So I just went like at him, back at him. And then he just popped me in the back of the head with it. And then it was like... Did it break? Yeah. Ketchup and blood all over ketchup the ceiling. Ketchup and blood. Wow. And I was like, what do I dip my fries in? You know what I mean? Like what... Do I get a new ketchup bottle? Like, what's going on That here? was the first thing you wondered about? <laughs> no. I went to the hospital, and I came back, and I had to clean up. Did you have stitches? Clean up. Yeah. I have a whole flat spot on my head wow. from it. <laughs> That's awful. How old were you? 20. You were really young. Baby. Yeah. Just a baby. You were really young. I yeah. remember I had the most tumultuous relationship when I was 20. Like, her mom banging on the hood of the car while I'm driving away with her. Like, being like, get back here with my daughter. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you drove away? Crazy shit. She, I did not hit her, but she scratched my face up. Your girlfriend did? Yeah, I had a very, very crazy relationship. She was schizophrenic. We, um, I didn't know for, like, the first six months of dating her because she was on medication. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was treated, and she was she was fine. Mm-hmm. But then, like, one started, she started to decompensate. And I remember at one point, she was, like, she made me drive to her parents' house, and she told me she was turning into an animal. She was turning into a tiger. And then I drove her to her parents' house. She slammed the door on me. She went and got a knife, like tried to hurt herself or something. And they took her to Nassau County Medical Center. Uh, oh, my mental God. Institution. I was visiting her there. And I stayed, I stayed with her for like another year and a half after that. And we had Where'd all these ups her? and downs. Tinder? We met at, no, we met, oh. in, we met in community college. This is way before Tinder. I was 19. We met at community college. And, and I owe a lot of my success to her because we competed for grades. I was a high school dropout, mm-hmm. as you probably remember. Mm-hmm. I went to community college, met this girl, and we competed for grades. And I would always outdo her by two or three points. I'd get a 97, she'd get a 94. I'd get a 93, she'd get a 90. And those grades got me into NYU, where I graduated and then you know went on to eventually. Thank God for schizophrenia. I mean, she I really owe a lot to her. She We, we were Facebook friends briefly. See, silver linings and everything, everyone. I mean, silver linings. seriously, <laughs> you can, if you can find it, if you, if you look hard enough. They'll be there. Okay, so was that your worst date? First date that you ever went on? Because that's our next question. No, oh, my God. Didn't we tell the story already? No. Your worst first date? My worst first date? Oh, no. It was bad. <laughs> but it was just... There was nothing crazy that happened. It was just that ha- trying to interact was like pulling teeth. It was like we had nothing Oh, yeah. To we talk did talk about, about. Yeah, yeah. we did. And the, then you went on another, another date with her. We talked about it on the podcast? Yes. Yeah, so we can't do that again. And right? then, no. It's still my worst date. I haven't had a worse one since then, thankfully. It was my worst first date. I went on one where I showed up. I think I talked about this also. And I showed up and he, like, not like a, hey, how are you? It was right over here, too, at some margarita bar. And uh, and he was like, I can make any woman come. And I was like, nice to meet you. And uh, he said, okay, well, how, what makes you say this? Because I went into, like... Wait, this was the first date or this was when you met him? This is when I first, our first date, we were set up. Okay. So it was, you, he didn't just come up to you randomly and say no. this. Okay. <laughs> no, but I have had that before. Uh, and he said that and I go, okay, so 
what's the story? Why do you say this? And uh, and I said, what's your evidence? And he goes, well, this girl that I just broke up with, her and I, she'd never come before in her life. And I went down on her and then I used a magic wand on her and she came and I go, oh, so it wasn't you. It was a magic wand. And then uh, our drinks came and I was like, have a good one. And I just peaced out. (laughs) That was pretty bad. That was very bad. In college, I used to go out with this guy. And then when we broke up, the two other guys on his uh, crew team asked me out, our, my who I thought were my best friends. And uh, so I went out with one of them because he was, like, cute. And uh, at the end, the date was so bad. And the, he was so awkward. It was like your date where you're like, so do you there. have a sister? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, those are the worst. Those are the worst. It's like, the, it's like a re- the, that alone is a reason to stay in a mediocre relationship so you don't have to do that again. I would never, so bad. And then at the end of it, I go, okay, so is that it? Like, can I leave? And he was like, oh, do you want more? And he like went in for a kiss. Oh, man. And it was the worst kiss ever. And I was like, okay, okay. Oh. I just tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, bye. I did have another awful first date. <laughs> okay. What I went it? out with this girl and um, we went to a sh- We went to, what is that thing where you run all over the building and there's like scenes taking place everywhere? You're in like an old hotel. You go into a bar, then you go through this entire building. Sleep no more. Oh yeah, yeah. I went, we went to sleep no more, and you know, in sleep no more, you don't really talk, so right. you're just not you're you're just like watching scenes. We even split up briefly, and then afterwards, my I was took her to this after party at um, this car dealership. I don't usually go to stuff like this, but mm-hmm. I knew the guy who was DJing there, and it was like a really fancy party, and it was like a hip hop fancy party, and there were celebrities and all this stuff, and she just starts going off on me like, "You're trying to impress me, taking me to some like fancy thing." This is like so uncool. You think it's so cool. And I'm like, I just thought we'd get free drinks and there'd be good music, like good hip hop. And there was like graffiti artists painting on cars. It was cool. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. So she starts going off on me. She was just angry. Like we were, and we were getting along fine until then. Like I said, we hadn't spoken much, but, Mm -hmm. um, so finally I'm like, let's just get out of here. And, um, I'm like, I had already agreed to drive her back to, I think it was Brooklyn. So I was like so excited to like just give her a ride back because, you know, I didn't want to make her take an Uber, or, you know, however late that was and yeah. how expensive that was. So we get to where my car was parked and it had been towed. Oh, no. Like I parked in like a spot. I, I usually read the signs really well, but I didn't. And we we're on like 14th Street. So she is like, I want to. Can I come stay at your house? What? Yeah. And she, she's like, I'm not I'm not like taking a cab back to. Brooklyn and paying for it and I was like I didn't have cash you know like we're on we're on like 12th Avenue we're on the west side highway basically oh so my I, god I couldn't, even, I couldn't even like give her 60 bucks to take a thing and this is pre-Venmo believe it or not this is 10 years ago or so and um so anyway she comes and she sleeps over and she's just like the most nasty nasty person like like criticized. dirty no oh. well I, we, I didn't hook up with her and that's the other thing she like slept in my bed we didn't hook up I hated her she was nasty to me and then, like, yeah, in the morning, I just got rid of her, and that was... I just remembered that one. That was an awful, awful day. She couldn't have taken the train? I guess it was, like, you know, 3 in the morning, 2.30 uh, in the morning, and it was, like, a Saturday night, and that was, yeah. that was awful. And I believe that was one of my very few updates. I haven't had many updates. I did updating very briefly in these intervening periods where I was single, mm-hmm. and I did not have good experiences on it. I did have sex a couple times on it. But I didn't meet anyone. None of my significant relationships or people that I've really bonded with have been from an app. I'm 
just doesn't work for me for some reason. Yeah, the only time I ever used an app, I uh, I did fuck on it too, and but it was like, all right, it's been so long, we gotta get <laughs> some oil like, back yeah, in the tank yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> was like ordering like, seamless, basically. This is just like a. And this guy, we went to the library, and do you know what the library is at Cigar Bar yes. up on the Upper East Side? Yeah, and he I live on the Upper East Side. Oh, ashamedly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got. He ordered this bottle of rosé. And then he goes, do you do cocaine? And I go, I mean, no, not on Tuesday. Like, I'm not, I have done it. I'm not yeah. really, it's not my thing. And he was like, okay, yeah, me either. And then he was like, like, look around. And then he met some, like, this guy walks in and he goes, excuse me for a moment. And I was like, and then he comes back. And I go, if you wanted to do cocaine, it's totally fine. That's your deal. But, I mean, I really wasn't, this is like a one-hour date situation. Right. First date? And, Yeah. But it was like one of those I had already told myself I was going to fuck him oh, before it. I even you got were, there. You weren't looking for uh, love. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, you already committed to this. Like, stay in the game, stay in the okay. game. Stay as in long the- as it's not going to ruin your erection, you know, like, go ahead, do a couple lines. <laughs> so as long as you're not going to jackrabbit me <laughs> and not pay attention to my body. I got so dr- I got myself so hammered. I was like, well, you're going to have to order another bottle of wine. And then... Um, we did have sex. I had to sl- like roll him off me because uh, he fell asleep on top of me. I grabbed all my clothes because I did not want him to wake up at all. And I walked out into the hallway completely naked, got dressed in the hallway, like running to the elevator. And then he, he had come out and as the elevator doors were closing, it was like a sitcom moment. He's like, are you going to call me? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> went downstairs and the door guys were like doing the slow clap. Really? That's, that's why I don't want to live in a doorman. I building. know me too. I've I never lived like... in a doorman building. I don't want, I did actually for years, but I don't know. They didn't do I, I don't. Well, like they the, all were all standing there like looking at the monitors. And so I'm positive. They saw everything. I'm sure they did. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, got in a cab, went home and that was my only experience on the, that was your only app sex. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like I do in pass that sense. the building all the time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's brown. It's beautiful. You it's can always get back on the app and find him if you need to. I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> sure. he's still some guy that has cigar do, cigar bar dates and does cocaine on first dates. He had short hair on the app. He had really long hair in person. I was like, that's weird. How, how long? long have you been on this app? Yeah, that's. That's a dramatic difference. It was very, it was, and I don't like long hair. And so I was like, oh God, this is, this is such a challenge for me. He's putting up all of the challenges. <laughs> Good job on you fulfilling your, uh, thank you. Know, you. Your- I really stick to something that yeah, I commit to. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, it's good. Com- that's good that you commit <laughs> to something like that and stick with it. George and I were fucking the other night and he's got a fan because it's getting hot, you know, now. <laughs> he's got the fan that blows right at him. Like right at his dick and yeah. balls. <laughs> right at the dick and balls. Right at a, the dick and balls. He has a crotch band. <laughs> what does it go around his neck and point well, down? Well, well, that's the side that he sleeps on. I got it. Yeah. And then I sleep like that too. I have a fan on my side. I always blow him to like start the the action. And so, uh, in my own head, I was like a NASCAR commentary person, and I because I would go down and then it would come back up and it would get dry just from the fan and so in my head i was like well it's fan season again 
<laughs> I started naming all like the players that were going to be like, out there driving around on the course in my head. And I started laughing so hard. And he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, you weren't voicing it. It was good because that probably would have fucked up his erection even worse. <laughs> I told him afterwards and he was like, okay. <laughs> Does he have air conditioning? Yes. So the fans just a little extra support. It's a really old building. So he's got one air conditioner in the living room and he's got another one in the bedroom, but he keeps the fan so it keeps circulating. Yeah. Otherwise, I it, do it too. I do the same it's exact It's so thing. hot I in that the, place. I got the fan up. I only have, I have a one bedroom and I only have an air conditioner in the living room. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it does make the entire apartment cold, but I use the fan for supplemental air in the summer. So I have the fan on going too. Yeah. During sex, not during sex, all the time. <laughs> you got to turn it. You I don't like turn it the dick and balls on my on me because if it's on my face, then I wake up congested and stuff, you know. <laughs> but I haven't tried blowing it directly on my cock and balls. Maybe, well, give it a try. Maybe that's how I'll it's hard for, for the girl. Just airing out the, <laughs> airing out my uh, yeah my region there. <laughs> Last year I did. Does he what? does he powder his balls? He doesn't. He doesn't. No, I powder I, mine and it helps. You should try that. George. I told him to. You know, I recommend using um, Burt's Bees powder. I don't know. They're not even sponsoring us, <laughs> but. Because they will soon. They're talc free, and oh. and talc I think has been linked to vagina cancers, cancers Shut up. of the vagina, and I think maybe it could be penile too if you're not careful. Because yeah, that's crazy. Talc and Johnson and Johnson and these. I don't know if they've if they've conclusively proved it, but I know there's a class action lawsuit that women women were trying to. He puts on cornstarch. That's the same corn? thing. That's is the same it? thing. Yeah, I think so. Cornstarch is probably talc free too. Um, should we ask another question? Yeah, please. Any tips or thoughts on long-distance relationships? Man, I I think long-distance relationships can be great because you're living in this heightened sense of excitement where you see the person infrequently. Even Mm -hmm. if it's twice a month, that's still infrequent, like two weekends a month, month, which is typically the the most frequent I hear about in long-distance relationships, right? Like I go there once a month, he comes here once a month. Mm So She. she or he or she. What? Oh, I was talking about myself. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I go there. No, I was giving he a, comes I was, here. I was, I was like, whoa. I was giving a, I was giving a hypothetical. <laughs> I have never had a long distance relationship. I mean, whatever you want to do, I support you. <laughs> I haven't had a long distance relationship with anyone, actually. Close. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh. Uh, you know, Allison, my first serious girlfriend, she was moving to LA and we were still together and we were going to do it. And, you know, it's funny is it would have probably made us stay together five or six more years because, like, we didn't, wouldn't have known how wrong it was as a relationship if, yeah. if we were only seeing each other so infrequently because part of it was like being around each other a lot. And, you know, um, so I think a long distance relationship can be great because it's so much fun and exciting when you see each other on those intervals. But I don't know if it's a real depends on where you are in the relationship. I don't know if it really gives you a true representation of what it's going to be like to be with that person. Yeah, long-term. because it's so exciting. Yeah, you can be with someone long distance for two years and then finally move to the same city and find that it's very different when you're with each other all the time. I have done it, and it, the first day always is a little bit weird, like getting reacquainted and re-familiar. I've heard that. It's, and, then, and then it gets a little bit better, and then you it's like a... You have these mini relationships every weekend. It's very strange. It's, I don't know. I think it can be done. I don't think that you should discount out doing, trying. I mean, try anything. But eventually you're going to have to live in the same city. Yeah, there's got to be there's gotta be an expiration date on it. It can't be like, you know, it can't just be, 
until whenever, you know? Yeah. It's got to, you've got to say, okay, now we have to be. We're going to be long distance while you're in, you know, getting your <laughs> master's for two years or, you know, you're doing this, but you can't just be like, I'm moving to Cali. We'll stay together, whatever. You can't do that. <laughs> no. That sounds like it's a drawn out breakup. One of my, uh, Lorenzo Lamas and Shauna Craig, my my two friends. Are you friends with Lorenzo Lamas? Yeah. Wait, is that a real person? Isn't that like a, uh, an 80s movie star? Yeah. It is? The he Renegade, is? yeah. And he was on Grease and um, he was in a bunch of... I, I remember the name. He was on this podcast. He was? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I remember that name for sure. I mean, I'm 42, so I remember 80s guys. So I he, call him he I introduced him to his last wife and... Uh, Shauna was my friend. We moved to LA together, and then uh, I knew Lorenzo from the gym, and so I introduced them because he was Shauna's mom's favorite actor. <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, my mom loves you." Anyway, they they started dating after that, and then um, she wanted to be an actress. That's why we moved there, and he wanted to move here and uh, pursue a different life altogether. Just get out of the spotlight. And uh, so he moved here. She moved here a little for a little while, and then she moved back, and uh, it broke them up. Being, dis- like being, being long yeah, distance, a hundred percent. And they did like celebrity wife swap, and I actually just watched it. And she would never do any red carpets with him, and she because she didn't want his poor reputation and and like relationships. He had a to, poor reputation. No, and just in relationships, oh. he's been married six times. Six. Yeah. But he's so loving and like he's such a romantic and he really gave yeah. it his all and he loved That's her a lot. That's what I'm saying. You know, I've probably been in six serious relationships, mm-hmm. never married any of, any of them. So now I don't have that repu- stigma. That rep- yeah. Yeah. Sick. If I was, if I married all of them and, and those relationships ended. You'd be a pariah. Yes. Yeah, six marriages. I think it shows some level of, some level of, you know, sensibility. Of, yeah. Of, being discerning and care- cautious, maybe too cautious. I don't know. I'm just trying to defend, <laughs> trying to defend myself. I'm like, or a pussy. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to just jump in eventually. Well, this Kelly sounds promising. She's cool. She's awesome. That's good. She's really funny. How old is she? She's um, she's turning 28. Because, but wait, she's turning. turning what is she 25 now? And you're no. like, she's eventually going to turn 28. No, no. First of all, she's turning 28 Thursday. Oh, what are you going to do? Uh, we're going to Dinos After Dark, uh, which is at the Museum of Natural History. And you party and drink with the dinosaurs. Oh, fun. Yeah, I mean, they don't party and drink, but they're. <laughs> that would be really they cool. They used to. I wish. <laughs> Those were the days. I wish I could. Yeah, exactly. They probably will in your mind. I, I'm going to be the only dinosaur there still partying <laughs> and drinking and marry. You know that. 28. It's going to be 28. 28. That's a good age a range. Great age. Yeah, it's great. It's great age. They're still hopeful at that age. Helpful? Hopeful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah Optimistic, she, energetic. Yeah. Yeah. She she heeds none of my warnings when I tell her that I'm that I'm awful. And <laughs> she's like, No, you're not, you're great. And I and I gotta be honest, I am getting better. As a, <laughs> <laughs> and I really humble. am. <laughs> no, I just mean I'm not the asshole that I was ten years oh, ago. You oh, know? you're not like a douche that, anymore. No, but I do recall him very care very, you know. He was there. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he very was on the forefront in my mind. So, you know. Well, um, Let's. I will, I'm excited to hear about it. What happened? With what? You, the party. Which one? Thursday. Oh, Dinos After Dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you meant Eric Newman's birthday party, which you're coming to. Well, I don't in know. In my what backyard. It is. Ooh, yeah. June, for sure. June 22nd. Okay. No. Uh, yes. 
not this Saturday, Saturday. next. Yeah. yeah. I have to teach a spin class that day. Um, okay. Terrible excuse. <laughs> uh, do you have anything coming up or anything that you want to talk about? I'm headlining Fairfield Comedy Club in uh, Fairfield, obviously, <laughs> Connecticut, uh, on uh, Friday at 9 p.m. If there's any Connecticut listeners out there, I would love to have we you. We have some? Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please throw on your vineyard vines. <laughs> and, uh, your berries. Pop your collars. Yep. <laughs> And come on out, and uh, I'll tell jokes that are very relatable to a very white audience. (laughs) Um, I am going to be working with Christina Galston in Florida. Oh, she's the bomb. I love her. Um, August, we just set the dates, August 15th and 16th. I have a rooftop show at my house, June 1st. I want to come to I mean, July 1st. Yeah, come. Yeah, for sure. Do time. Uh, It's Canada Day. Is We're this, booking is this Canadians. A, is this at the building that you've that you've uh, vacated? Yes. So you're going back for the. Well, I have like access. Every month, yeah, yeah. I have three days every month that I haven't booked. That's awesome. Airbnb, so I can go back. I need to check on it. You know, Rooftop. say hello to my nice apartment. Frank, I guess, is with you probably, right? Frank yeah. is with me all yeah, the time. Right. Oh yeah, they tried. Your new roommate tried to get yes. him into bed, right? <laughs> Uh, so that is so come over to my house and go to a show there we're gonna have beer pong and barbecue is and like is fun is listening invited to your house is that what you're doing yeah, right now really 100%. wow oh for the show yeah wow. all the money all the ticket sales go to Bike Left Heel my project that's awesome thanks and then yeah it'll should be I fun. invite everyone to Eric Newman's birthday party in my backyard that's what <laughs> yes. is that dangerous <laughs> that's dangerous if you wanna come just message me first <laughs> maybe I'll give you the address depending on how you see him and then we'll have different shows and everything listed on our Instagrams. Yes. Yes. So what is your Instagram? Uh, photo. No, she didn't. P-H-O-T-O. <laughs> no, she didn't. Uh, somebody recently said it doesn't make sense that it should be photo. She didn't. But that doesn't make sense, right? No. Photo. No, she didn't. Photo. Oh, no, she didn't. Right. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Good. Um <laughs> Please follow me on there. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really trying to get up to 1,400 followers. Whoa. Yeah, I'm closing in on it. My ultimate life goal is 2,000. <laughs> but I'd like to get 1,400 by the end of uh, this year. That's a goal of mine. In therapy, I'm working on it, and it would just be really helpful if we did that. <laughs> We're close. I'm like at 13, 14. Oh, my God. But I have to so say close. that 14 of them are like those fake followers that just want you to follow the them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like real people, but they're just following you, so you follow them back. And I never follow people like that back. Oh, the ones that unfollow you and then refollow you and yeah, then unfollow yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. So, so truthfully, I probably have thirteen hundred dedicated. <laughs> and I'm not trying to brag. I'm not sitting here trying to like. I know. You know. You've been boast. humble this whole time. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you can always follow the podcast at Happy Never After Podcast, or you can follow me directly at Mara Merrick. Uh, and make sure you keep sending in those questions. That was fun. We didn't get to all of them. We will uh, either answer you via email or uh, same for next week. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Thank you.